Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Learn from the experts. This is free land education, guys. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant, broker, owner of Land Pro Real Estate, along with my co-host, Teresa Martin, who's out selling real estate this morning. Our new office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. We serve all your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, and southern Virginia. Hey, give us a shout. We'll help you out. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. Our national website is www.rliland.com. Now, listen to me. We are about 1900 professional real estate agents around the country, and our designation, which is quite hard to get, is the accredited land consultant, of which I'm one and proud to be. So if you're buying or selling land, make sure you go to that website, www.rliland.com, and find a real estate member that's part of the RLI and specifically ALC in your area. We'll save you money. If you're buying, and we'll get you more if you're selling, because we know how to play the game. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub is the place to be. Our guest this morning is Tiffany Thomas. Welcome, Tiffany. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Lou? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're here. We're actually doing it in studio. You're not calling in from around the world like some of them. Or across the country. So uh, it's uh, fun to have you here in the station. Yes, sir. We're going to have a great show today. A little bit about Tiffany. She's, and she really is, highly motivated, well-organized individual. I'm optimistic and enjoy working with others. Easily adaptable to change. And I'm always looking for bettering myself and giving situation. I strive to continually gain knowledge and climb the life's ladder. That's, that sounds like you. It is, in a nutshell. Okay. <laughs> now, this was for a resume I pulled this off of, okay? So, uh, I'd hire you right now. So, you're currently with uh, Carolina Farm Credit, uh, part of the uh, 54 County, 54 County, right? Correct, yes, sir. Uh, of Western North Carolina, and you're in the Rural Hall Office, North Carolina, which is down the road from where we're broadcasting this morning, when uh, I've been... Much a part of Farm Credit ever since I got my license over 28 years ago, and we're going to talk about that. Prior to that, you were an insurance agent with Kimberly Carroll State Farm, a licensed property and casual life and health insurance, and you work remotely at home because of the situation. And uh, most of your customers are satisfied by serving their needs and networks in rural hall in Winston-Salem. Now, you, you also worked at the coast, right? I did, yes, sir. I was at the coast with her for two years before I actually moved back up here and, and worked from home. Where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up right here, right outside of uh, Rural Hall in Winston-Salem, but um, where I was living down at the coast is in Currituck County. Currituck, which is, yeah. Yeah, right outside, of, right outside of the Dare County city limits. Gotcha, gotcha. And you got some uh, college education, business administration AA from Albemarle uh, Mantio. So while you were down at the coast, you took advantage of that and got you a degree. I did. Yes, sir. Yes, good, sir. Good for you. So let's go into uh, farm credit because that's going to be the topic for our show. And uh, we've had farm credit on before. We've had Ag South on, uh, which is part of the farm credit organization. But as I mentioned, farm credit, uh, Carolina farm credit, there are three farm credit organizations in the state of North Carolina. One Carolina Farm Credit, which is 54 counties from uh, from Salisbury, I think pretty much that's the furthest one east, all the way to um, to Murphy, I guess. And uh, you have 32 branch offices, and these offices are set up in a rural rural area. Uh, you won't find a Farm Credit office in Charlotte or Raleigh or an urban setting because uh, you cater to the rural farmland, uh, right? Yes, sir. That's uh, correct. Yeah. And um, interesting that Farm Credit and, and um, you know, they were um, after, uh, at, uh, before the war, uh, World War II, uh, of course, we had uh, discovered oil and now we got equipment, tractors and, and things that run with motors and we got 
pesticides and we got uh, fertilizers and we've got all that stuff. And this was uh, actually uh, around the Depression time. And the, the, the powers to be in Washington said, why don't we set up an organization to help our farmers? And they did. And actually, people don't know about this, but uh, they set up Farmer Mac. A lot of people know about Betty May and Fannie Mae and, and all the other underwriters uh, for uh, loans. But uh, Farmer Mac was set up really for farm credit. It was part of it originally uh, to underwrite the loans that you make in rural hall, right? Yes, sir. So in 1933, Farm Credit was administration uh, was was created, and uh, and and Congress established the Farm Credit System as a government-sponsored enterprise when it enacted the Federal Farm Loan Act of 1916. So it actually really began in 1916, but it was more structured in 1933, and it's and then it was uh, granted uh, the Farm Credit Act of 1971 which set up the farm credit system to consider the first GSE chartered in the United States, okay? So we're gonna talk about why this is important, but the uh, Farm Credit Administration Agency of the federal government was created again in 1933, which provided the regulatory oversight for the farm credit system. The Farm Credit System Insurance Corporation, and you guys provide insurance, and the Agricultural Credit of 1987 which uh, issued, ensures the timely repayment of principal and interest on the uh, FSC debt securities, okay? So there were three farm credit banks organized. Uh, this was run by the federal government. And then uh, after the war, the government said, why are we doing this? I don't know who those people were. They need to be back in Washington, maybe. <laughs> but they said, let's privatize this. And they took the United States and they broke it up into territories. For example, in North Carolina, there were three territories set up. Okay? In different states, some states are uh, farm credits in more than one state. And it has all kinds of different names. First Ag South and, and uh, Carolina Farm Credit and Ag South and just different names. But if you guys will go to the national website, which is real easy, it's just farmcredit.com. You might want to follow along. And then, of course, the Carolina Farm Credit website is carolinafarmcredit.com. So if you're not driving, please, uh, and you want to follow through, there's a lot of information we're going to talk about, and you can earmark these sites uh, if you're interested in, in uh, investing in land or farms or new construction. And uh, it is a co-op. It's uh, when you borrow money from farm credit, you actually get stock in the organization. And... You get a dividend check. They pay dividends once a year. It's usually in the fall, coming up pretty soon. It's in April now. It used to be in the fall. And uh, usually you have hamburgers and hot dogs and bands and gifts, coolers and chainsaws and all <laughs> kinds of giveaways. And it's a lot of fun, and you come pick up your check. COVID kind of messed that up a little bit for us. We actually ah. used to do it twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall. Okay. And the fall was the fun shindig with the chicken ah, stew and you. everything. So now we do it in the spring. Since we're doing checks annually, we do it in the spring, and we, we do it a little a little more fancy. We get uh, we get it catered. This time we had John Brown's cater it for us this oh, past really? time. Oh, it was really good. Cool. Very good, very good. Well, but it's a little more formal than the chicken stew out back. But we're still working on trying to see if we can do a chicken well, that, stew anyway. That kind of makes me want to go get another farm credit loan. Because <laughs> I was I was in the farm credit. I had borrowed, I, I mortgaged my house, and I used to buy and sell land. So farm credit was always my lender for that. And there's a reason for that. So... Uh, uh, anyway, so uh, they broke up the United States into territories, and groups of people got together and said, we would like to buy, I guess they bought, the, it was like a franchise, and uh, started the organizations. And uh, so you have board of directors. Those are elected by the members. And, uh, of course, uh, you're staffed by some of the most professional people like yourself, uh, at least in our area, but I'm pretty sure it's around the country. Uh, people that... Uh, usually have farm backgrounds or are interested in the farming uh, agriculture community and the rural areas. So um, tell me a little bit more about uh, farm credit that I missed. 
Well, I mean, you you did pretty well. We're I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to steal the thunder. It's your show. You you didn't quite miss anything. I mean, you you did really well. Um, like you said, we were we were actually written written into law by President Wilson in 1916. Oh, we're gonna put a president's name. Yes. That's getting more in depth. Yes. Cool. Um, so uh, Roosevelt actually created the law, right. but. Wilson was the one who actually put pen to paper. I, I actually got to see that pen really? down at our Ag First Bank in South Carolina. You gotta be it's in a nice display case, so wow. it was really nice to actually go see yeah, the physical yeah. pen that wrote us that wrote us into law. Well, that's trivia. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you're you're correct. We're here for our customers. It's it's what we do. Um, we kind of moving forward a little bit towards today's market. Right. You know, our our niche now. Um, where we kind of set ourselves apart from other people or, or being able to do um, self-build construction. So, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's something new that's been added. I, or I'm not, that hadn't been around for a long time, has it? Um, I think it's been around for a pretty good while. Okay, it's just um, something I'm not aware of because I haven't, you know, I'm by raw land, so yeah. it's not, I don't do construction. Well, and a lot of our customers, um, they're not aware of it. Yeah. And then the ones that are, you know, maybe they're maybe they don't want to do self build, but we've got some. You know, you've got a farmer out here that says, "No, I don't want to pay anybody. I can do this myself." So we have financing specifically for that for farm for farming community sure. and rural communities that want to build their own homes instead of paying someone else for it. But that can be a barn, or that can be right. So it, it can. It can be. Um, it can be your traditional living home, right. or it can be something um, unique, kind of like the barn dominiums that are out oh, there these days. Hot. Yes, it's a very hot item at the moment, for sure. I'm afraid we're going to get too many, but there's everybody, that's the hottest thing going. It's it's interesting. I just think of how I'm going to wake up knowing that I've got a horse stall downstairs, and eventually, how's that going to smell, you know? <laughs> It'll smell like horses, <laughs> and leather, and, and uh, bacon cooking. There you go. But uh, that's cool. Um, so... I don't have to hire a contractor to do my work. I can actually be the contractor with the with the building to get the building permit and then subcontract the framer, the mason, the electrician, the plumber, and so on. Is that correct? That's correct. And you don't actually, if you have the knowledge and the ability yourself, then you don't have to subcontract the work out. We go out and do the inspections on the property. Really? So if you're, you're going to contract this build yourself, um, then... You would come to us. You would let us know. We would still have to have a quote from a licensed contractor okay. because if something were to happen to you, Lord knows, you know, we hope nothing happens to, sure. to Landman Lou. But if something were right. in the middle of your build, we would have to pay a contractor to come out and finish it. But gotcha. we would base our loan amount off of what the contractor quotes you. Mm -hmm. But your build ultimately is going to save you that money because you're not going to be paying a contractor. Right. And if you do have the 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 skill set from, you know, maybe you're a laborer and you've right. done this your whole life, but you've never got licensed, then, yeah, you can do the framing yourself, absolutely. When you're finished, you call me and say, hey, Tiffany, I'm done with the framing. I want you to come out and do an inspection, reimburse me so for my framing. So you're actually doing the inspection? Yes, sir. Now, where's your license? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've done the formal training that okay. needed to be done. Gotcha. So I, I am... So you do plumbing and electrical? <laughs> no, no. This is um, just for the framing. This part, is right? just no. This is actually just for the the lending part. I go out and do the inspection and make, make sure, sure it's that being done. that you did what you've said you did. You didn't take that money and go buy a new Ford and. Right. <laughs> and then but you would be doing more. that with any type of construction loan, right? Correct. Yes, sir. We okay. go out and do any type the inspections yeah. on all of our construction right. loans. So. So if you're doing chicken houses or whatever you're doing, uh, you know that's all part of the process service that Farm Credit does. Yes, sir. Cool. All right. So, actually, I've got a client that's doing a Barnum that I sent to you, and they were having some trouble because they needed three quotes. They're from uh, the uh, West Bank of the United States, and uh, they didn't know anybody. So uh, I tried to help them out with a couple people that could do that. So I didn't know what that was about, so that's the reason it kind of dawned on me, like, oh, okay, so that's what that was, okay? So you actually goes out, Rodney, she goes out and actually does the inspection. So if you want to build yourself a barn or a house, you go to Farm Credit and you can get a self-build. Is that what you call it? It's a construction loan, but it's a self-build, so it's not a contractor construction. Yes, sir. You ready? What do you want to build? <laughs> I don't know yet. Build that new garage. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Bill Cookie, a doghouse. <laughs> I don't know, Shadow might come and steal it. That's right. <laughs> so um, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. If you're looking to buy or sell land, 
LandHub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. Stuff out in the in the uh, job searching market, and you wanted to work and sit there, do mortgage business, right? And why did you select Farm Credit? What 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 makes them different? So it's actually interesting. I I didn't put myself out in the market. Okay. I developed a relationship with um, Mr. Merritt, who's at retired at yep. this time, through networking Jim while Merritt. I was networking with um, State Farm. Okay. And met Tim and really, really enjoyed him as a person oh, and his personality. Yeah. Um, Done a lot then, of business with Tim. Yeah. And then when I found out he was retiring, um, I reached out and said, Tim, I just saw your position. What's going on? He's like, yeah, it's time to go, you know, oh, spend time with my family. <laughs> yeah. So he said, wait, are you interested? And I was, you know, reached in and sure. one thing led to another. Really? And I really, really love the, the environment that Farm Credit creates. They believe in faith family and farm and they put it but they in really believe that right they really believe that they live that every day in, in our workplace in our environment they they fully believe in uh, letting you establish your faith first and right. and put all your faith forward sure um your family they want you present in your family they want you to be there and then farm credit and Farm credit is also an, it's an extension of our family because right. we spend more more hours yeah. of our waking day <laughs> with our coworkers yeah. than we do with you know with our own family at home. So they really put a very good balance in, and I and I love that. I love that they really they really shape the environment to make you have a a, a less stressful life all right. all around. It's in a lot general. of fun, isn't it? It is. And it you is a lot of fun. It <laughs> is. We throw all kinds of parties for our coworkers. <laughs> Baby showers and birthdays. Cool. We just celebrate each other, and it's. But you have a really lot of nice. knowledge too. I know you're just starting out, but you got like Lance Wardlog, and you know he hadn't been around a long time either. I mean, I can, I can go way on back, uh, back to '94 when I first started working with Farm Credit, but uh, the the, uh, the level of expertise. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the one that uh, refers Farm Credit, and I don't refer anybody or any organization. Unless, because my name's there, I'm very careful, and I have a team of people that I work with, and Farm Credit's one, and the and I of all the loans that I've done and all the people, and it's been millions, believe me, I've done over a thousand real estate transactions, and great percentage of those were land and farms, and working with, I send my clients, they say, well, where can I get a loan? I said, well, the only place to go is Farm Credit. Now, why would I say that? What's your What's your thoughts? Honestly, because we set ourselves apart from anyone else. Our our company will spend a massive amount of time making sure each lender is trained and trained professionally in what we do. Right. Um, they they want to know that our our face is representing their name. So they spend they spend as much time as necessary to send us to the training programs and the training classes down to Columbia. Um, I mean, you come in the door, you spend at least a year in minimum as a trainee before really? you ever even get any type so like of credentials. Program, Basically, right? like an apprentice program, yeah. exactly. Um, so you you've got a lot to I learn. I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. You have a lot to learn, and and I still have a lot to learn. Sure, I mean, of course. I, I'm probably, me too. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy, but you know, we really we really value ourselves in in who we are and what we do, and our scope of lending does not change. We are here for the farming community. We're here for the rural community, and we're here for our farmers. Right. Um, the, the market has really, really shaped up and changed lately uh, since COVID hit. Everybody right. wants to buy land. Everybody yeah. wants to move to the country. And it's um, a lot of competitors and such have jumped into the market on a, on a FOMO, fear of missing out. I see. You know, they want to get like in. That acronym. Yes, they want to get in. They say, hey, we want to make this money while we can. We sure. want to make it while it's hot. And in all reality, when the when the agricultural shifts, yeah. markets shifts and yeah. people people phase out of that, They'll farm credit's out. not going anywhere. But those banks will. They they've done it in the past traditionally, and they will in the future. That's that's how they work. They follow money. We stay true to our customers, and that's what we do. Well, one thing I'm aware of, and maybe you can clarify, it, banking industry as a whole, and it's I've never seen it in writing, but I, my understanding of the years of practice. Is anything when you're out investing in land, and I say investing because that's the best investment there is. Um, cash right now is 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 is, is worthless, and, and it's losing money. But land doesn't. It's crazy. It, even in a bad times, it'll stabilize. It won't lose it. It'll stabilize. But anything over five acres, in my understanding, in the banking industry, the 
big ones, whoever's left after the last mess, okay? And these other organizations, they are not interested in loaning money on dirt over five acres. They want bricks and mortars. And my analogy when I teach my land classes and to clients is that, you know, if you have a home and a mortgage and you want to invest in land or a farm, well, that's two mortgage payments. And the situation might arise, Tiffany, that you can't make but one. Well, you're probably going to make the mortgage payment where your tail sleeps. So historically, and there's a reason, historically there's more risk. Uh, you don't, you know, it's hard to tie a mortgage obligation to a piece of dirt, right? Exactly. But that's where farm credit's different, isn't it? It is. It is. So a lot of, you're, you're correct, a lot of traditional banks, they don't want to touch anything over five acres that's raw land. We do have some banks that are coming into the market at the moment okay. that will go up to 10. Um, but traditionally, if it's anything over five acres, they, they don't want anything to do with sure. it. They don't want to assume that risk. Whereas us, we will assume that risk because that's what we're here for. Sure. Um, and, and right now in the construction market, with these customers coming in and wanting to purchase land, a lot of these banking institutions are not telling them up front, hey, yes, we'll do the construction and this 15 acres or this 25 or 35 acres, right. but we're going to make you parcel off one of those yep. acres and you're going to build the home and parcel off one acre, and then you're going to have two mortgages anyway. You're right. going to have one for your land and one for your home with that one acre of land. And and we don't do that. That's right. that's that's no, I've extra work, that. extra. It's, it's, in, I mean, well, it's another survey. Now you got two tax cards. It's, exactly, you and know. and you're paying you're paying double the money, and it it, it doesn't make sense. I never understood why. It, it doesn't make but sense. But it's because of the risk factor. Because they got to go to their stockholders and say, look, we had this portfolio of loans, and this percentage of it is, you know, non-conforming. But guess what? We had them survey out an acre or two acres out of that 50 acres to build their, you know, to, to put the structure where we did the big money. Well, not necessarily because if you got land, it, it may be bigger than the house. Exactly, exactly. So, no, we don't, we don't do that to our farmers um, or even our rural uh, lot loans. Right. So anything under 10 acres, we're going to treat that as a rural lot loan. Traditionally, we are looking into um, kind of shifting that. We've okay. shifted that a little bit. You've got more people getting into organic farming. Yes, you do. So you've got uh, quality over quantity. Yep. So there are instances where we find that you can produce a lot in less acreage. Sure. So things are shifting. Times are changing a little, but yeah, but we're, that, not, uh, look, we're not going to split up almost land. 30 years with farm credit. <laughs> And that's what I love about the organization, Tiffany. You're at the right place, and you got the right attitude. But it's uh, it's there. It's morphing, you know. As times change, they're adjusting. Uh, one thing that I want to clarify too, and I act like I'm the expert, and you you're the expert. But I, it's just I'm sharing my experiences, and I apologize. I don't mean to step on you here. But um, when you get a vacant land loan in the United States, okay, and this is pretty across the board. It's usually if you're it's usually a two-point interest rate higher for your loan, okay? So if right now interest is at 5%, Farm Credit or Bank of America, or it doesn't matter, they're going to penalize you, I guess, or surcharge you that additional up to 2%, right? That's correct. And if they do that, in turn, you're looking at – our rates may be a hair higher than your traditional banking system because we take on higher risk loans. We take on higher risk with the property and things of that nature. Um, but traditionally, if you look at our dividend system and how our dividend system exactly. works, we pay back about 1% of your loan over the life of your loan right. in every April in that dividend check when we, when we pay that back. And traditionally, um, uh, in the past, it's been 18%, 25%. This past year, we paid back 37%. No way. I've never customers. heard it that high. Absolutely. That's, That's the record. highest. It That's is. That's a record. It is. I mean, I, I, they used to. It used to be around 20, 23, 24. I remember 26, but that's crazy. Yeah, Good and it's you. your money. You of do course. what you want with it. You can either pay it back on the loan, or if you're, you know, if you're a farmer and you need some operating capital, use that for some of your operating capital. Is that tax-free capital. money that they're giving you back? It is not tax-free money. Okay. We actually do collect a W-9 from you, so okay. you do get taxed on those funds. Gotcha. Um, so it is it is claimed as part of your your federal tax income, okay. um, but it is a it's a really nice benefit to have that additional check come in every year and to know that check's going to be sure. there. I've got a thirty-year mortgage, but I know every year, as long as farm credit stays strong and as long as farm credit performs, which we have 
in the past for many, many years, right. since the 70s, sure. I think, honestly. Um, as long as we stay strong, then those checks are going to come, and they're going to help our customers every single year. That's the beautiful thing about a co-op, isn't it? It is. Because you share. You share the profits. And they not only share it through the dividends. Now, by the way, let's back up. When I or someone goes and gets a loan from you, Tiffany, uh, does everybody get the basic a original package of, of stock and then like a thousand dollars worth of stock or that that's what i remember but has that changed or clarify that i'm so, a little foggy on that now not everyone gets the same every okay. everyone is treated differently based on your loan amount okay. so so it's on a dollar amount that you're borrowing right? it is it is so it's two percent of the what you borrow okay. is what you're going to invest into stocks okay. up to fifty thousand once you hit fifty thousand the maximum amount that you can invest in our stocks is one thousand dollars so at fifty thousand you're you're invested. You're fully invested. Right. So any loan over fifty thousand, you're automatically uh, you're automatically in our stock pool for a thousand dollars, and that money is given back to you once your once your loan is paid off. That thousand dollars is given back to you, but that is what gets you into the dividend stock. Well, program. as a co-op, you have to buy in to be part of. You exactly. Have to, you have to be a shareholder. Exactly, and then the more funds that you've borrowed from us, the higher your your dividend percentage when you get that you get back annually. The higher that comes. So back when you to pay you. that mortgage off or sell. The mortgage because you know, you're moving or whatever the situation is you come back and you're going to get you know you're going to get credit for that or you're going to get a check in hand right Either exactly way, your choice exactly so you can if you're if you're a borrower who who you know you're coming back to us you know oh okay hey i'm only i'm only gone for three months i'm buying another i'm buying another piece of property sure. then we'll hang on to that c-stock for you and so you don't have to go through the process. Exactly. And it so you don't have to go back and purchase it again. We'll right. hang on to it for you. But if you know I'm paid out, it's going to be at least six months, if not way further down the road, then, yeah, we'll send that back to you in a check. Cool. Now, you've got another program, I think, that's still around, and that's the uh, Patrons Fund, right? Patrons Fund, what used to be, is, uh, you know, once you into the um, uh, organization, I think it was three years, is that you get a second check other than your dividends check. So that has actually been, we have, we used to do another type of method, um, and now we've moved over to the cash accounting method. And okay. on the cash accounting method, we only do one check. Okay. So it used to be two separate checks, All and right. one check was going to go based upon a certain percentage, and another check went out to the other customers based on another. So you could have been a farmer who got one check a year, or you could have been a farmer who got two checks right, a year. Right, because I used to get two. That's the reason I'm asking. Yes, but they, they actually combined that and said it was more beneficial to our customers financially to just get that one check per year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Less well, you paperwork. Know, we, you know, save, save the world or whatever they're trying to do. Right. And now we're actually, um, uh, you know, far, we're a little bit of a dinosaur on some of our technology, but we've really jumped on board with direct deposits. And our, our customers are really liking the fact that they can get direct deposits now and they don't have to, they don't have to show up and, and get that check physically in hand. So. And you're not a banker's bank, so you don't have checking accounts. You don't have, you know, go by and you make your deposits, or you, you're you are strictly a, a loan financing uh, organization for for. We are. We're strictly a lending institution, um, and we're strictly lending to our scope, and and not really diverting from not diverting from that at all. If we were a checking account, savings account, credit cards, things like that. We would have to follow a lot uh, more government guidelines. Well, you're, under, you're under Farmer Mac. Exactly. And we'd have to be under Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to be sure. able to do the checking and savings. And, right. and honestly, that's not going to benefit our customers. We're, the Farmer Mac is what's benefiting our customers, and that's where we're going to stay. So it's it's a lot more beneficial. I mean, I, I could definitely see customers wanting to come in and, and do banking with us in that, in that aspect, but... I think it would take away from the scope oh. of what we can, what we're really focusing on. I think it it would it would eliminate not eliminate it would minimize uh, some of our broadness of what we can do currently right. if we were under those strict regulations. Well, I mean, you've been around since 1916 originally, and then morphed and on up. So this is not the uh, a new new situation here. No, it's kind of one of those if it's not broke, it don't fix it type of situations. That's cool. So. I want to get into, and we'll probably do it in our, in our last segment, but I want to get into why farm credit, what's the difference between farm credit and ABC Bank, whether it's uh, you know, a multinational or if it's your just community bank, which there's not a whole lot of those around, and uh, talk about the differences in that. 
But uh, yeah, that'd be great. But started off this show this morning talking about Car Carolina Farm Credit and one of the reasons why you're so excited to be part of the organization. And the philosophy is, or their motto is, is uh, family, farming, I'm sorry, faith, farming, and faith, faith family, family, and farming. Farms, yes, sir. The three <laughs> and not only are you a bank lender, servicer, but there's so much more that Farm Credit does in the local communities and also nationwide. Hey, they were one of our sponsors for the Realtors Land Institute. They were national sponsors. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, yeah, so we do. We, um, again, with the Faith Farm and Family involved, right. uh, we want to get out and help our community. Mm -hmm. And we want to help our farmers to build their revenue. So we have done a little bit of work with the NC Cooperative Extension okay. to to help out um we set up shop in Walnut Cove. Mm -hmm. We have um, helped with a grant that we've provided th th to them to sponsor a, a farmer's market that they do. They're doing okay. it on Thursdays out there. Um, it's from is 11 to 1. On right it is now? going on currently. I'm not sure how long it's going to run. It depends you, you on. You started last week, right? Oh, no, no. For the uh, Walnut Cove farmer's market, that one's been going on all summer. We started that oh, okay. uh, late spring, early summer. I see. And it's been every Thursday from 11 to 1. Um, and it's going to continue until until the produce is done for the year, basically. I got you. Um, but we, and that's that's actually really helped out a lot of our farmers to, to get them out in the community and get them it, talking with other farmers, get them, you know, their face to be seen. Well, especially but, for these mini farm people, right? Exactly. So they're networking and finding out and resources and this restaurant buys that and this person is looking for that. Yeah. And this is a so place we, I get my um, fertilizer or whatever. Yep. So we took it one step further at, really? at our physical branch, okay. just just trying to say, hey, National Farmers Market Week was coming up. What can we do? What can we do to set us apart mm -hmm. to really show them that we're here for the community? We're here for them. So we invited some of our current customers, some of my farmers that I'm that I met personally through the farmers market right. that I, I didn't know prior. I mean, sure. I met them just by doing this. Um, we invite we put out flyers, pretty much put an invitation out to anyone who was selling produce, homemade goods, things of that nature that, that wanted to come out and set up shop. We gave our parking lot, and we gave our, wow. our grass and our hill and, sure. and just let them set up shop out there. You and, get a and lot of traffic going by your office there, we too. We did. We amount. did. Um, and it they done really, really well, and I think it's something we're going to try to do on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. um, we've even thrown around the ideas about doing it on a monthly basis just to during the, the peak season sure. to, to get that – get that um the visual out there right. so that if you you may not know that you've got a gentleman right up the road that sells sweet corn because you drive by it every day but don't you don't know that he sells it, it. Or yeah, eggs but or if, whatever. yeah but he's got a if he's got a table sitting out right across from the from the town hall and rural hall and you're on your way home oh man i'd really like to get some of that corn before i go to the house probably I can cook a lot that cheaper for than the grocery store right it it is it's a lot cheaper and it's definitely a lot more fresh yeah. it just got picked this morning and put out on that table for, exactly. for to be sold it today. wasn't grown in <laughs> california and shipped uh Whatever, you know. Exactly, exactly. So that's something that we really we're we're trying to do different things like that where we can um, come up with ideas to to really get into the community and and be involved and help. And that was that that actually was a really it was a mm -hmm. it was a win. We really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun for yeah. us and and our farmers really. And thank you for us. inviting me. I just wasn't able, but now I know it's continuous. So I'll sneak down there. You may not even know I'm there. <laughs> Cool. Absolutely. And bring somebody with me. There you go. I, I'll make sure I have her a little something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shada, you want to go shopping? Mm -hmm. Oh, she is. And set you up a little boutique. How about that? Have a little pup boutique. I'm sure we could find somebody who's got uh, homemade pup treats and things of that nature and have exactly. a little pup boutique. <laughs> but now this is local, but Farm Credit also has nationally and at the different organizations, okay, because it's multi-organized under one umbrella, under one master name with unique names in there. But they've got a lot of programs, especially, and I'm always interested in the uh, children. Anything that, uh, that I, 
I'm always looking for shows. So if you're listening out there and you have a resource for me, I've done the 4-H Club. I've done the uh, Veterans Farmers Coalition. I've done the uh, Future Farmers of America, uh, for example. I've done the Agricultural Extension uh, local office here and talked about, which is a national program. A lot of people don't know about that, but uh, it kind of coincides with what you guys are doing. But do you have something for the farmers, too? Do you, you may not know a tremendous amount about it, but could you introduce that? We do. So if you think about it, Lou, what's going to happen in the next generation? I don't know. I'm not going to When there's no here. farmers. If I'm 73. <laughs> we want to make sure that there are farms because without farms, there's no food. Right. So we have a program that we call, it's called Start Strong, mm-hmm. and it is for the, de- the next generation farmer. Um, and it's set up specifically, it, it starts all the way with the loan. Um, if you want to go buy your grandfather's land, maybe you don't have any credit yet. Maybe you've just not gotten to that point in life. Well, you're you're only 18 or 19 years old, You're 18, 19 years old. You haven't, you haven't had the the life history to establish that, but you've been working that farm your whole life. So we have a program. Um, it offers up to a hundred thousand dollars to, to provide lending Mm -hmm. to young beginning farmers. So young beginning and small, you have to be less than 35 years old. You have to have been farming for less than 10 years, mm-hmm. and you have to make less than 250000 in farm income. Um, and that program That's is... That's a gross number, right? Two fifty. It, it is. Right? It's yeah. a gross farm right. number, correct. Um, and that program just helps give a head start, a jump start to these young farmers oh, wow. so we have the next yeah. generation. And it doesn't end there at the loan. It's followed up with educational, so much educational material to help them be successful. We do our ag leadership every year, and it's a conference that that if you're invited to this conference and you come, you're going to have a whole weekend of right. speakers and, and different material provided to, towards you on how to financially budget your farm, how right. to make sure that your, your farm plan is, is successful so that you can be set up and say, hey, Okay, maybe I maybe I should look at doing it this way instead of this way, so that it's gonna it's gonna sustain in the long run. Right. And it's really we're really geared towards trying to set them up for success, not for failure. And the so, new methodologies, the new ways of doing things, the new chemicals, the new equipment, the new planters, the new fertilizers, the and this is a uh, this is in cooperation with the agricultural extension. Is that right? So no, the Start this Strong is a, program is just oh, with that's farm just credit. credit. Correct. Okay, we were in cooperation with the with the Stokes County Extension Office, the the okay. North Carolina Agricultural Extension Office, on putting on the farmers markets. Gotcha. Okay. So yes, we you guys do so much. I'm kind <laughs> of I'm writing notes here. We do. We try to get out there. I mean, we, you know. We don't spend our money in advertising. We put our money back into the community. We put our money back into the farm. So the only way that we're going to get any type of advertising out there is physically by going out and saying, hey, this is who we are. Otherwise, you'll drive by that rural hall branch like so many people have done and say, I didn't even think that business was open. (laughs) I don't see any cars out there. Well, it's because we're we're out. We're out helping our farmers and everything. You know, we're we're not sitting behind the desk at the office going five days a week. Yeah, exactly. We're not sitting there going, well, we'll wait on somebody to get us a call and no that's not the way we function it's just not how we work so we get out and we help the community what a life you have child what a life you have (laughs) i enjoy it i'm a social bug so for me to be a social butterfly and be able to be in a position where i can say hey i'm gonna go visit one of my farmers this afternoon i'm gonna compliment you but this is kind of typical of the farm credit people i've worked with over the years incredible personalities and people that and like i said it's hands-on uh, they're out there kicking the bricks and kicking the farmer and, you know, hey, they just had a baby or whatever that's going on or, you know, so. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's it's really interesting because I, I never knew how much someone would invite you into their personal space. My right. my genre and, and my upbringing was never, hey, come on in and get a glass of tea. Right. That, I was a little more like, who are you and why are you knocking at my door? Right. So to get in this environment and know, I, I can literally call a farmer and say, hey, you know, I just want to stop by. I'm trying to learn more about tobacco, mm-hmm. or I'm trying to learn more about the um, breeder cattle. I-, I want to know how it works. They'll right. say, hey, come on over, and they will be oh, absolutely yeah. Well, people thrilled. love talking about what they know. Exactly, yeah. to, to yeah. take you out and show you. And, and I've learned I've learned a lot. Just I think I've learned more doing that than yeah. I have sitting in a training class. I'm, you know, you've well, got to have the training classes. but that, that reflects also to the quality of life. I grew up in Charlotte. I lived in New York City for 10 years in the uh, 70s and the 80s, early 80s. And, uh, you know, went back to Charlotte, and my mother's family's from here. 
we've got 900 acres that was accumulated, uh, uh, 18 farms that were bought by my granddaddy and great-granddaddy. But anyway, it's, uh, you know, so I would come up from Charlotte and spend the summers, and we had the dairy farm, and we had the tobacco, we had the corn, we had the silage we made. We made the hay. Uh, square bales back then didn't have the round bales. But, uh, you know, I said, these are the most backward people because I was sophisticated. I was sophisticated <laughs> now. And, uh, but, you know, uh, I've raised my family here. I've been in pilot uh, 30, almost 40 years. And we've got three stoplights, and I yelled at all three of them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get out in the country and I ride and look at the farms and smell. Oh, you get out there and when they're cutting hay, the air is so sweet, that sugar that's coming up. It's just <laughs> wonderful time. That's rolling I love it. Down. I love it. I love feeling, I love smelling fresh cut grass, oh, the yeah. fresh cut hay. Yeah. Um, even going by the dairy farms, you kind of, you'll, you'll look at the beauty of it and kind of turn a nose at the, at, at the poop smell uh, with the cows. <laughs> well, you got chicken houses too and. You know, so on. But anyway, that's that's real life, isn't it? Absolutely. And more and more people want that. They Absolutely. want to get out of these cities and the mess. And, and uh, I visited I visited a dairy farm in. Um, God, we got one left. Yes, yes, we do. It's it's actually not far from Statesville. Okay. Um, oh yeah, and, not around here. Yes, it's in it's not far from Statesville. And to go, I went out there and visited mm -hmm. one day and was talking with the farmer. And I, can I just please go over here and love on these baby cows yeah. for a little while? So, yes. Yeah. So I think I spent more time over there loving on the baby cows and, and just, just eating it up. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to have that kind of life, oh, to yeah. be able to slow down and say, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I will raise some cattle or maybe yeah. I will do this or, you know, whatever have you, whatever, whatever, your idea and your adventure is just to know just Nothing you like can go for it. Yes, outdoors, the nice sunny outdoors. And North Carolina is perfect for it. You yeah. know, you've got, we've got all four seasons, although sometimes it feels like we jump from from one to another a few times you a year. don't like the weather, <laughs> hang around a few days because it'll definitely be different. I wouldn't even say that. Give it a few hours. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, it's winter. Then you hit spring, it's summer. You know, I mean, we we have a little bit of everything, but it, it's beautiful. And, um it, it, it really helps in our, I think it helps in our agricultural community as well, because in North Carolina, you can go from the mountains all the way to the coast right. in the same day. Yep. And the, well, the it's, difference it's, in produce going from the mountains to the coast right. is it's, Eight, only 800 miles across. It, is it just yeah. 800? About two thirds of Florida, two thirds of California. Okay, so nice. It's I didn't about know eight that. Hours. And then if you go north to south, the right. very tip of North Carolina, you know, you get something all the way up to peanuts, and then you go all the way down south here, and they've got a whole diverse thing close to Georgia and sure. South Carolina. That's you know very. Not to mention the timber crops. And timber everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. tons of timber Big and in North Carolina. That's really I, I love to push that. Um, if I've got a customer who wants to purchase a very large plot of land, mm -hmm. just because. Like you said, right. they're not making any more of it. And they say, you know, I really, I don't, I don't farm. I really don't know what to do with this land. Recreational but, land. We, hey, we, that has been hot for the last four or five years. Yes. But they say, hey, I'm, I want to buy this 30 acres because I want to own land. Like you said, the value of land is really um, a lot more looked at than the value of the dollar these days. You got it. And when you do that and say, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. Hey, why don't you look into the forestry management program? Let's keep, keep these got trees the strong. We, Mm -hmm. Just a quick story. My grandfather's last purchase in 1929 was 300 acres on the Fisher River in Surrey County, north of Dobson, okay, part of this 900. And he paid uh, $3,500 for it. Translated oh, wow. is about 11, well, it was 1929. It's like $11.77 an acre. Timber, timber track, okay, most of it's timber track. Uh, when they started the deferment, I think even today, I think the annual taxes is $280. The timber has been harvested twice in that period of time. About 30 to 40 years is what you look at for hardwoods, and they never plant. It's all natural growth. And probably in the next five to ten years, they could, you know, depending on the growth patterns, you know, they could, and they're taking the money off of it. But they hunt, they fish, you know, it's recreational. What's wrong with this picture? And guess what? If I put it on the market today, it's probably worth about a million five, okay? Oh, my goodness. So if you take that, $3,500 to a million five over that period of time, you're looking between 6 and 8% appreciation per year with $280 obligation in taxes. Oh, my What's goodness. wrong with this picture? I know. It's insane. I wish I wish I were alive in those time periods. I wish 
I wish back in that day I would have had some some way to like pork you into can somebody's still mind. Do it. You can still <laughs> do it. There's no, people say when's the best time to buy land? I said today. Right now. There's absolutely no. I haven't. I've been doing this 30 years. I bought and sold. I made money buying and breaking up, making land, making inventory, and farm credit's been right there with me. Uh, and uh, you know, because I break it up and I resell it, and they need a loan. Where you go? You got a farm credit. And uh, I mean, if if I didn't have ten deals going on at Farm Credit, ten different loan applications in at Farm Credit uh, at any given time in the old days, uh, you know there was something wrong. I mean, I've done millions with Farm Credit, and uh, been very proud. Um, is there any other programs that you have that you want to talk about? We've got about uh, ten minutes left. Any of the, the farm programs that you're doing? And if not, I want to get into the different type of loans you make, if we can. Okay, yes, you got absolutely. got short-term, and you got, well, you mentioned the one, you know, if you're, if you uh, uh, Or YBS, yep. the Young Beginning yep, and Small you got Loan. It. Absolutely. And then you got one for the 73-year-old like me, and I want to uh, refinance my farm or part of it for whatever reason. Uh, you know, you got those programs too, right? Um, those programs are more national, um, not not so much right here locally, okay. but we do have some things in the mix that you know could possibly uh, be geared for for more senior or veterans in the future. So okay. well, everything's always ever changing. Let's start here right now. What's a typical loan that you're seeing right now? Is that and you also have the secondary market too, uh, you know. So just because you know it doesn't have five or ten or twenty or thirty acres with it, it's a house in a subdivision. <laughs> rural subdivision, you can make a conventional loan just like the other banks. Oh, absolutely. At conventional rates. Absolutely. We definitely can. And, you know, when I when you think, when you say rural and you say uh, rural and subdevelopment, right. all of the same, it kind of makes me I cringe know. a little. I, I just want people to buy up as much land and keep it as beautiful well, and pastured as possible. But I understand in today's market, well, things are the, changing. You know, people say, you know, I want to put this my land on the market. And I think it would make a perfect subdivision. Oh, no. No, no, no. But I'm saying you're in a rural area. You know how many <laughs> vacant tracts of lots that you could build on? It's, it's, you know, there's no infrastructure. There's no water. There's no sewer. You know, it's, it's, we just don't, we have them, but it's, it's mostly beautiful rural farms. So don't exactly. worry about it, okay? <laughs> exactly. But if you were okay. in the position to where you, you know, you found <laughs> one of these rural subdivisions, and you said, hey, I want to get out here and I want to purchase, um, I found a one-acre lot or a right. quarter-acre lot sure. with a home, or maybe it doesn't have a home yet. We can still finance those, just like you said, just like a con any conventional right. lending institution at can. At competitive rates. At very competitive rates. And you still have the stock and program? And still get the stock program. We can See, still no, nobody, do the stock nobody program. Nobody does that. No, they do not. They do not. And and that is, that's a really good benefit to us is, you know, we we can do what they can do, but sure. we can do more. So, and okay, that's so we we got, we've got the home. Now let's go out to the next type of loan, okay? Okay, so you start with your lot loan, your home loan, and then we can move up to your farm loans. Okay. Anything over 10 acres, and again, this is all ever-changing. farm, it, does, it has to have a home on it, right? It, do, it does not. Okay, but we're calling it a farm, but it doesn't have to have a home on it. It does not, okay. no. To, you, there are multiple farms. You can have a farm that's off location. Sure. Maybe it's not your primary residence, but it's where you farm. Um, or maybe it is your primary residence. Gotcha. There's there's so many open terms when you say farm. Right. And it then can you be... got the vacant land. Exactly. Okay. So it might be a timber track or just all pasture or just you know. Exactly. So most of our farmland loans, okay. whether they're home or whether they don't have a home, if you're looking at a farmland loan, raw land, you're looking at about seventy five percent financing, um, and we can go out it, again starting at about ten acres of land. It's ever-changing. We look at every situation differently. Sure. Everything's gray. There is no black and white. So um, when we when we look at a farm, if you're a full-time farmer and you need to come to me and say, hey, I need, a, I need an operating loan. I need to be able to purchase and get through and, and start this year where I need. So you come to me and I give you an operating loan for a one year. Okay. You start that in um, – a lot of farmers will start that in – say, November or so, or some will start it in February. Whenever, whatever you're producing needs you to need be started. Yeah, you start that cash right. flow, and it, it gets you your capital for the year. So whatever you borrow, you pay it back at the end of the year. and Or whatever 
you need, you come and grab it, you pay it back at the end of the right. year. And you can redo that loan every single year to keep your farm growing strong. So that's an option as well for our full-time farmers. We've got full-time farmers who come to us for their vehicle loans. Yeah. So, or anything related to the farm, right? It, it could be fencing, mean, it could be animals, it could be crop absolutely. seeds, it could be anything absolutely. related to... Livestock and, loans. And by the way, I don't have to bring in all of my daggum current financials, my bank statements, my... You know, and wait two weeks to for some underwriter to call me up and say, well, we still need this more, you know, right? <laughs> no. So there are, obviously, with the the larger loans, we do have to dig in more. I understand. But say you call me, Lou, you call me this morning, hey, I'm getting ready to go pick up this tractor. I need to go get it this afternoon. Right. Give me a call in the morning. Let's get it in the system. Let's get it done and have you a check by that afternoon. That way you can go get your tractor. You've got stuff to do You've on your You've already got farm. all my stuff on file. <laughs> then you're perfect. Right. It's already on with file. With exceptions of, if, you know, depending on the size of it, you may say, well, I do need your current you know, did, did you get your tax back? And, you know, whatever it is, okay? Right. Now, the other thing I wanted to point out, too, and we'll continue talking about this, but um, farm credit with your loans can be monthly, they can be quarterly, they can be semi-annual, and they can be annual. No, more than annual. Can't do it every <laughs> two years. But it depends on the type of loan and the purpose of the loan, right? Exactly. So we structure our loans to, to meet to our farmers' needs. Because exactly. farmers don't... You know, if you're, that's truly your livelihood, you may have one or two infusions of money, you know, different times depending on what crop, or you just may have an annual, you know, you're doing tobacco, and, you know, and yes, you're getting money coming in as you're selling it, but you don't really have all of your money until the end of the year. Exactly, exactly, and so a lot of our farmers really, really love the idea and the, and the fact that with an operating loan, they can pay on it when they can, right. or they can come in after they've sold their crop and they're done for the year, and they can give us one cash payment. Right. On We can set them up annually, and they're done. Same thing with their cattle. They've got cattle. If right. they if they raise the, cat, the calves right. to sell, it takes eight months from birth to sell, at least eight right. months. Right. Um, most, most, most time it's I eight understand. months. We'll use um, it as an example. Yes, right. using it as, as an example. So it takes eight months for for a calf to be raised and sold. So if you're paying your loan back monthly on something you haven't made money on yet, it's kind of impossible to do that. So well, we set could be it up. Stressful. And, yeah. So we set it up and we, we formulate it to, to how our farmers need to pay and, um, and tractor loans, you know, anything that you've got going on. Basically all I can say is come talk to us because if you come talk to us and we figure out your situation, we'll figure out what's best for your needs in that situation. So there's a lot of hand-holding and consultation, right? Not a whole lot. But I'm just saying, you want, <laughs> but the questions and the information you need, you know, you want to know as much as you can about the person's situation to help them the best, right, as a loan officer. Oh, absolutely, yes. I want to. I want to learn my customer, right. and I want to. I want to know. Hey, what do you need? So if, but not. I wouldn't call it hand holding. I'm not gonna. I'm okay. not gonna hold your hand well, while you go out. and do this. Well, you but can hold mine. I would. De- <laughs> I would definitely say if you call me up and you say, "Hey, I, I can't go into your brick and mortar building. I don't have time. I've got too much going on." Right. Well, we'll come out to you and we'll sit down and talk with you and say, "Okay, really? what is it that you're looking at? What are you thinking about doing? And how can we help so you do it?" So I don't have to go to the brick and mortar bank. You don't. You wow. don't have to go to the brick and mortar. Well, that's you great. can just call me on my cell phone. Say, "Hey, Tiffany." I need you to come out here. I need you to come check me out. Let's 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 go see what we got what we got going on and what we can do and we can take care of it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we got the we talk about the different. Is there another loan? Is there a, like a I want to buy twenty chicken houses. That's a super loan. Okay, right. <laughs> that is a super loan. No, we, but I'm just saying, or whatever. You know, I'm just saying a multi million dollar investment. Farm credit can do that as well, right? We can. We have a, a whole ag commercial department that is specifically geared towards our large-scale farmers. Right. So if you're a poultry, you want to get into the poultry or business. Or cattle or whatever cattle, it is. Um, Solar farm or. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we've got a. We've, truffles. We have truffles. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I've sold a couple <laughs> truffle farms. So. Nice. Yeah. Yes. But we, we've got a we've got a department. We've got a gentleman. Um, so we're not going to send you to a quote-unquote department. We're sure. going to send you to a person. Expert. To, a to person. an expert. Right. And that person, that expert, is going to reach out to you, and he's going to let you, he or she is going to let you know right. what they can do for you. And um, they're going to be local. They're going to live somewhere right somewhere right close to where you are. It's going to end up being, oh, Probably knows this you. is my neighbor. Yeah, I, yeah I, I went 
I've known you for years. Went to school with we your went, brother. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We we all know how between Stokes County and oh, yeah. and how it all works. You know, oh, how's your mom and them? So <laughs> that's and that's really what uh, what we're here for. You know, we want to make sure. So definitely, we've got quite a few farmers actually um, to, between chicken houses. That there's some swine mm-hmm. out going out east. Right. There's swine down there. Um, so we've got we've got quite a bit of things that, like I said, it, any idea that you have. Don't be afraid to just present it because what if it's something that nobody's thought of yet? Right. And what if it's something, you know? Well, truffles. I, I had a guy come to me from New Jersey, and he'd done the research through NC State with the plants and the inoculation of the filbert trees or the other hardwoods. And, uh, and he was looking for a piece of dirt to uh, put his tree. And it had, had not like grapes where you have to have certain, or viticulture where you have to have certain orientation and so on and certain soil types. But, uh, you know, next thing I know, another one came in, and he brought another friend in, and I've done about three or four, and then that they, I had one that, or two that actually, uh, over a period of time, they wanted to go do something else. So I listed the property, and now it's got truffles on it. So, uh, so we do have truffle farming in the area. And nice. by the way, two of those were firm credit clients. All right, we're just a minute or so left. Uh, just sum up where we are, and then we'll get you to tell us uh, how they get in touch with you. Absolutely. Um, so summing summing up where we are, um, we are we're we're here. We're everywhere. We're here for the farmers. So oh, that's where we are. That's where we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're everywhere. Here for the farmers. But as far as how to get in touch with me, um, my cell phone. I'm always available. If you are a texter, you can text me. If you prefer phone conversation, I'm available via phone. My cell phone is three three six nine seven nine five three zero seven. I'm also available via email. It's Tiffany.Thomas at CarolinaFarmCredit.com. If you want to reach out to me and, and meet face-to-face, I'd love to meet you face-to-face. So whatever whatever I can do, I'm here to help. And I'm, okay. I'm very flexible in my schedule, so we can, uh, we can always make something work. That's definitely another good benefit to farm credit. We, we don't, we, although we do have typical office hours, we're always available. Sure. Sort of so. like a realtor, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, okay? And you've done a great uh, job today your first time on the radio <laughs> thank you so, i appreciate uh, you having but me everybody call tiffany you're going to be my go-to person okay i know we got an office here in pilot but you're very impressive and i know you're just starting out here and uh, let's see if i can help boost you and i hope this show helps you so make sure you give tiffany a call uh, there's a lot of things to take and even you can come in even they may not want to get a loan right now you know they can investigate so part of the process absolutely all right Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, we would appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows are downloaded after the show this morning on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. Also, you can find us on Spotify and Podbean. My email is lou at mylandpro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, landhub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Landhub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. Check them out. That's right. And how do they get in touch with us here, Rodney? Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to WKT1090.com, or they can download the Simple Radio app and hear us anywhere in the universe. Tiffany, do you know how simple that is? Is it done? Very simple. Simple. Oh. Simple Radio app. Simple Radio app. Oh. You were daydreaming, (laughs) wasn't you? I thought. She was reminiscing her show. Oh, yeah. I thought he was finished recording. Yes, that's very simple. Simple Radio app. That's right. And listen and to us anywhere in the world. That's right. We do international shows, and mm-hmm. we do have uh, listeners around the world. Yes. It's amazing. So, let's see what else. What else? And she won't know the answer to this I question. I know it. What? We'll see if she can guess. Okay. Well, let's you start off. What's the question? So, what type of music do we play? I would say oldies and beach music. Wow. Yeah, how about that? And, and it's only happy music. So if you want to be happy, you got to listen to us. 
Absolutely. I You'll love be being happy, happy all the time. Happy is wonderful. Well, it's great. Safe. So you can download that Simple Radio app anywhere. Yeah. So sometimes the signals, and you know, I mean, it only goes so far, right? 75 mile radius. Yeah. But out of that, you yeah. can tune into the Simple Radio app. And be happy. Yes. And be happy. Mm-hmm. So how do they get in touch with us uh, here? They can go to our website, WKTE1090.com, and also they can email us. And they can also. also link the website and listen yes, to Yes, the they can too. do that also, uh-huh. yeah. And we won some nice awards. Yeah, seven years in a row being the top uh, beach and oldies radio station on the East Coast. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah. Yes. And you won a nice award. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. The what? The Announcer of the Year Award. The what? The Announcer <laughs> of the Year Award. I don't think I can get my voice done, though. <laughs> Keep practicing. You got it. It's God's gift. You bet. God bless you, and thank you for joining us this morning. We'll see you next week.